75 grand is a lot of heroin. A sob story. $10 million would change my life, but I would probably fuck it up. Welcome to Unethical Podcast. progress <laughs> is that what i understood from that is that they only got legalized gay wedding like gay marriage in australia in 2018 correct that's crazy a bono one of the first 50 couples in the entire country to get married cool hmm. top 50 yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah top 50s most awesome lesbian couple Exactly. In Australia. <laughs> Do you know how close you were to the top? Do you know what position you are? Do you know how you rank? Are you third? No, but Bo was like, missionary. The, other, the other day she was like, I need to know. I've got to find out. So she's she's on the on the mission to actually find out. So <laughs> when when we find out, we'll let you know. I'm interested. <laughs> I'm interested. Yeah, Thanks. I bet you if anyone can figure it out, it'll be Bo. Oh, yeah. She's, she's on to it. Probably Australian FBI. Like, listen, I'm going to need a favor. Is there an Australian FBI? ABI. Um, we have the Australian Federal Police, which is like there. Kind of, I guess. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of the same. But Federal agent to... is a federal agent. That's right. I try to avoid <laughs> anything to do with the police as much as I possibly can. <laughs> yeah, fuck the police. I understand that. I'm down with that. <laughs> fuck 12. I think that's what they say here. I believe. Fuck 12? I have no idea. I might be saying something wrong and I shouldn't be saying it. <laughs> <laughs> I should watch what I say. Maybe a little. <laughs> <laughs> Would not be helpful at all to our one stars, but. <laughs> I'm interested to know what 12 is. Is there 12 police officers? Fuck the 12 of them? Fuck. I know. I'm going to find out right now. I can't see anything. Why can't? Okay. Urban dictionary means. Fuck the police, well, gonna... but more specifically, it means fuck the police drug unit. Oh, uh, that makes perfect okay. sense. <laughs> I will say that then. Oh my god, how are you guys doing? Not bad, um, honestly. Yeah, I'm. I'm a little bit more with it now than I was when I first woke up. Jeez, oh, yeah. that's good. <laughs> yeah, I was excited to see you in like a comatose. Oh, I still kind Shivo. of. I still kind of feel, well, no, not that bad. <laughs> I still kind of feel like it a little bit. I'm just, oh. But I, I was like, I wonder what a high Christie is going to be like. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you hear my squeak? Okay, I was screaming a lot last night at a party. So if I squeak, that's why. I'm losing my voice a little I'm, bit. I'm just, I'm a lot more um, free with my words than I usually am, which is, a lot because I'm usually I usually just say what I think anyway but when I'm actually a little bit blur I'm a lot more free <laughs> with my words so it probably would have been a bit dangerous to be recording that uh, I, I <laughs> no, like to know what you're a... holding back what are you holding back on us here yeah what's going on in there <laughs> <laughs> Now I need to know. I wish you had, I wish you like we all had thought bubbles when we're in Zoom. Oh my God. Could you imagine? There's a, I don't know if I was talking about this with you guys before, but there's a Tom Holland movie with Daisy Ridley on Amazon and it's called like Chaos Walking, I think. And oh, yes. All dudes, yeah. All dudes can think. So that would be interesting. Oh, you could read all dudes' thoughts. Yes. That's, uh, if you watch it, you'll see. It'd be cool if we could see that. <laughs> oh, I'd be intimidated, honestly. Like, I don't know if I want to know this, but information is power. Yeah, I wouldn't want my thoughts out there. My God, the dark corners of my brain. I'm pretty much an open book, so I'm going to go ahead and just say (laughs) my thought bubbles are out there. (laughs) I can honestly pick, there's definitely a part of your brain that's like Homer Simpson, like with the monkey, just. Yeah, yeah. Most of the time, there's not a whole lot of thought going on. Or it's more like, 
Huh. What's there to eat? <laughs> <laughs> Need some chippies. Are we segueing in any way? Like, are we, have we come know. close to figuring out a way to do this? No? Let me see no, not I really. Know. I can ask a question, uh, I guess. I'm not usually the, a question yeah. asker, though. I usually slide in, slide in them DMs. Well, if you give us a little <laughs> bit of a hint about what we're talking about, I'm sure Richard and I can make something up. <laughs> Go fund me. Oh, oh hey, someone posted, who was the person that was trying to raise money for their wedding through a GoFundMe? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. I was like, what the fuck is this? $15,000 for a wedding? Like, oh. looks and, like your business isn't doing that hot, buddy. And especially in COVID times, like, who the fuck wants to spend $15,000 on a wedding that they're probably going to have to cancel? <laughs> yes. Good yeah. point. I feel like. I feel like that's a gamble and a half. Like I said, it's like if you can pull that off and no one's mad, why not? But if everyone right. hates you after, then you fucked up. But I mean, if some everyone's gonna be like, here, sure, here's all your money. That's sure. Yeah. Can that's I? Cool. I want to do a GoFundMe for plastic surgery. <laughs> give do me it. some double D's. Yeah. Give me fucking twenty grand so I can get all the fat sucked out of my gut. Thank I'll you. I promise I'll make lots of TikToks in return. <laughs> Befores and afters. The truck, the truckers here got four million dollars in a GoFundMe to pay for their gas and stuff to drink because they drove across Canada. People are trying to like, like the government trying to, they can't have it because you know. So it's super, it's super unethical right now with that. It's like, <laughs> just let them have it, man. Like, yeah, you're just not make yourself look better. Just let them fucking go across country. They can walk. You know, that's kind of the only options. It sounds like ridiculous. What are you gonna do without truckers? That's what I mean. It's bad. Our yeah. country's huge too. So it's like, you yep. need those. Yes. A lot more remote places mm-hmm. up there. Absolutely. It's we've, we've already got supply issues in WA because of not a lot of stuff can come over the border. It's, it's crazy. There's stuff that like there's shelves in the shops that are completely empty at the moment because we can't get the stock over because of like borders within your own country, like borders between provinces between our states yeah yeah we have the hardest border controls at the moment and the rest of the country is just like what the fuck you guys are crazy but the thing is the highest rate we've had in the last month is 24 cases in 24 hours whereas over east they're getting like 25,000 cases a day so like there's pros and cons to it because obviously people want to see their family people can't come in and you know some people haven't seen their family for over over a year and but I personally love it because I work in the health industry and I know what's going to happen if they open our borders and we start getting 23,000 cases a day our hospitals are just we're going to be broken once it picks up we're just it's I mean it's inevitable everyone's going to start getting it it's just you can't stop it but i'm i'm terrified for what's going to happen they don't even test us anymore they'll do antigen like weird ones but yeah i find that crazy that they're blocking borders within like like that we don't do that they're just like we've got different border controls with different states new south wales and victoria at the moment are hard border like you cannot come in unless you have exemption and you can prove why you need to come here um like if you need to travel here for medical treatment you have to prove it like you have to have letters from the doctors and when you come here you still have to quarantine for two weeks wow i'm gonna get a gofundme for your country so they can be (laughs) less strict i can't even remember like pre-covid times i can't remember what it's like i know know? it's nuts hey it's really nuts. not that like, far away, but yep. I was talking okay. to someone the other day about when uh, Lara was born in April of 2020. So that's when it like here started to really kick off in the beginning of 2020. And when she was born, no one was allowed at the hospital. No one could visit her. And because Bobby had a, um, a cesarean, we had to stay in for nearly six days. We didn't see anyone and no one had, Uh no one met Lara for the first six days of her life. Like Lara knows no different. She's a COVID baby. Like she, it's so normal for her to see everyone walking around with masks on and yeah, it's Uh it's just, it's crazy. That's just going to be so normal to her. Yeah. Interesting. Well, can you guys think back to the year of 2017? Yes. Can you think back that far? I can (laughs) for sure. 
Well, if you were anywhere in the realm of social media um, in the fall of 2017, you may remember a whole lot of craziness from the United States. <laughs> the world saw a solar eclipse and then the very notorious president was elected for office. There wasn't a lot of good news during this time. Amongst the chaos of American news stories, a touching story emerged of a homeless man offering his last 20 bucks to a lady whose vehicle ran out of gas on an I-95 off-ramp near Philadelphia. And that took the headlines by storm. Mm. Oh, I don't I don't remember this, but that's what very a lovely, nice. What a lovely man. Yeah, poor guy. Hopefully she helped him out after. Yeah, let's get into it. Um, so the woman, Caitlin McClure, McClure, I don't know, I'm not sure how to say it. M-C-C-L-U-R-E. McClure. Um, Hi, I'm old- Tracy McClure. And I Caitlin. <laughs> I'm Caitlin McClure. And you, and you would might recognize remember me, me from, from such <laughs> breakdowns from the I-90. Where you going to go? Um, so she was very overwhelmed with joy, but also sorrow for such a kind man to have to live this way. So she decided she needed to tell needed to tell someone what had happened because it's not an everyday story, especially in this day and age. Caitlin shared the story with her boyfriend after she arrived home, a man named Mark D'Amico, and he was also very touched with the story and wanted to repay the man. So the next day, the pair went looking for the man named Johnny Bobbitt Jr. to repay him the $20 plus sum. John Bobbitt Jr. Yeesh. Unfortunate name. Yeah, very, <laughs> I very know. We've really we've bounced around McNutt and Bobbitt a lot. <laughs> oh, DMA. On this show. <laughs> unfortunate name i wonder if he ever got asked was that your dad he's like god damn it no <laughs> my dad still has his dingle doesn't look like a frank and weenie oh, oh you mean johnny bobbitt senior yeah <laughs> what so the couple handed him a 100 dollars bill and thanked him for his good deed seeing the look on his face the couple realized just how much this meant to johnny And with social media being on the rise at full speed the pair did some research um for a and found a crowdfunding organization called GoFundMe to help those in need. Caitlin and Mark decided to set one up for their new friend. Oh, because he was so gracious to offer his last dollar to help someone who wasn't anywhere near his disposition in life. I vaguely remember this now. I don't remember what happens, but I vaguely remember this. I don't know. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. So the couple wrote a very heartwarming story of the event and asked the community for help to give back to Johnny. The couple set the limit to $10,000. They just basically wanted to get him off the street, if only for a week. Um, But little did anyone know this story would be shared approximately 100,000 times and over 17,000 people would donate to the cause. Wow. That's crazy. And it's a dangerous one too. You're trying to give a homeless dude boatloads of money. $10,000 is still crazy for a homeless dude. Yeah. And if you think of the homeless population, you know, normally you could basically just hand them a 40 and they'd be just as happy as, you know, money. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. well, uh, just think about if you gave me like $10 million, you know, $10,000, whatever, that'd be cool. But $10 million would change my life, but I would probably fuck it up because I'm not used to having that much money. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. what your that's what your wife's for, Richard. <laughs> yeah, I wish I would go full rock star heavy metal mode. Like, <laughs> I'd be like, everyone, go find me, Alice Cooper. We're gonna kick it for a few days. I'm gonna go on the road with him for a while. We're gonna see what happens. We're gonna meet some people and do some things. <laughs> it's a well thought out plan, Dally. <laughs> We're going to meet people and do stuff. Can you imagine if I ever like actually met a famous person? I'd be like, hi. Yep. (laughs) And you are? You want to do stuff? You want to do stuff? Want to hang out? Go ride golf carts? Drink martinis? Wild riding golf carts? I guess that's what rich people do. Oh, absolutely. All the time. Um, Okay, so... A few days after the GoFundMe went live, a local news reporter caught wind of the story from social media and uh, wrote a headliner for the following 
day's local paper. Subsequently, Kate shared a video of her and Mark telling Bobbitt about the online donations by handing him the newspaper, which read that $769 were raised overnight. However, this fund steadily gaining more and more attention and donations by the second. Um, by the time the video was recorded, they told him that the total was now actually up to $1,760. John tearfully replied, this changes my whole life right here. Hell, the $769 is life-changing for me yeah of course but they got shared like fucking 100 or 17,000 times by the oh, end I gotcha. of, yeah yeah not overnight i got you right this is just the beginning <laughs> understood sorry i just thought like uh people were donating 32 cents each and we're like this guy's homeless he doesn't need much you're right that did sound <laughs> kind of ridiculous didn't it <laughs> Here you go. Have a penny. (laughs) (laughs) It's about all I've got to spare. After the update was posted to Facebook, it spread like wildfire, catching the attention of Good Morning America and NBC, which quickly reached out to Kate for interviews uh, because it was her social media that those two stories, the GoFundMe and the video were shared to. At first, it was just Kate appearing for the interviews. She appeared nervous shaky voice and very, very quiet. It was clear that she was incredibly anxious to be telling her story. Uh, The interview request kept coming and eventually the public sees all three participants together on camera telling their incredible story on how they became a family through random acts of kindness. I just think like, I'm thinking about this. Imagine being that much of a douchebag to take $20 from a homeless guy because you didn't get home on time. Like, anyway, is it just like... I don't know. Anyway, sorry. I just think about like, no wonder she made a fucking GoFundMe stuff like that. She felt terrible for taking $20 from a homeless guy. Like, yeah. Right? Because she doesn't have the sense <laughs> to fill up her tank before driving on a freeway. It's kind of like rule number one. Yeah. I have gas in the tank on the freeway. Yeah. And it's pretty fucking obvious when you, when you've got no petrol, like, hello. No, I was just wondering if anybody, I wonder if like Katie Couric asked her that, like, why did you take $20 from a homeless guy? Why didn't you just prepare? Like, good morning, America. I wonder if she was like at grilling the lady on it. And that's why she was so nervous. They, the interviews made it very heartwarming. They, you know, they were like, so just tell us the story and questions didn't really get asked. It was weird, you know, to not ask those questions for sure. Yeah, you're right. But they were just like, yeah, tell us the story because the world loves sappy stories, right? We love that shit. Yes. Well, you need a good, good news story, especially those shows. They always like filled with like the sh- the stuff, the fluff, right? Like Good Morning America is just a fluff show. Mm, so it's right. perfect for that. It's like, what was that? That other one you did that was on Good Morning America with uh, the psychosis? Oh, the Tourette's girl. Oh, yeah. The- yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was another, like, it's always these random They're like, stories we need like help. That. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. It's hey, like on okay, every, cool. like, um, every reality TV show you watch, like America's Got Talent or Australia's Got Talent or whatever, and they always come out and they're like, yeah, I started singing when I was five because my mum got hit by a truck or we were we actually went to some auditions for the Australia's Got Talent like the Perth ones we just you can just go and watch them and this one guy he got he gets up and he's like he was playing have you guys ever seen people that play the gum leaf yeah (laughs) it's like an instrument that sounds like really ridiculous play a gum leaf they put it in their lips and they're like it's ridiculous, but okay. anyway, so he gets up and he's like, um, yeah, when I was seven, I was diagnosed with dyslexia. So I started playing the gum leaf and I'm, we're just like, what the fuck has dyslexia got to do with you playing the fucking gum leaf, man? It's so, and everyone's like, oh, that's so sad. And I'm like, brave. what? You're such a brave man. It's just <laughs> so brave. <laughs> so brave. Fuck? Oh my God. So ridiculous. They've all I got mean- sub stories. <laughs> if we're gonna keep talking, if we're talking about this, but I think that's what they look for in those people, right? Oh, of course. Perfect sob story, and you can at least decently sing or do whatever talent you're doing. Then yeah. you can like get votes. People like, mm-hmm. like they, just- they, oh, they yeah. will get the golden buzzer because they're you know yeah. like a bully they don't kid want someone. They don't want someone to stand up and be like, I had a perfect childhood. My I've never had a bad partner that I've always had someone that's loved me. My children are so wonderful. I have a great job. 
They don't want someone like that. Yeah, they're like, go to your job. Instead, like this year on America's Got Talent, they had that girl that was basically almost dead from cancer. And she could sing. She's like, I got brain cancer. It's terminal. I should be dead already. It's like, oh, my God, let her go to hospital, man. But no. (laughs) (laughs) What if she falls on stage? She ended up quitting, but she got a golden buzzer. But my God, this girl's too sick. Don't do it. But exploit her sickness. You (laughs) fucking Look her up. Nightbird with an E. Hey, that's One... a freaking cool name. Oh, yeah. my God. It reminds like me of that raven I met in a tree. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't pay any attention to this big IV full of glowing liquids. <laughs> that's just my radiation. This is my radium. <laughs> yeah, this is my radiation full chemotherapy. I can still sing at the same time, though. It's fine. <laughs> Honestly, I bet you she just unhooked. And then went on stage and then had to go back on stage. That's how fucking sick she was. I bet you. I'm not even joking. Yeah. She probably had a hey, nurse. Sorry. Probably had a nurse in the wings waiting to just reconnect the IV. A whole ambulance is waiting <sighs> waiting backstage for her. Uh, roughly six months after the couple had met Johnny, suspicions that Mark and Kate were using the money themselves began to swirl. The suspicions rose from social media posts of the couple in Vegas and one picture in particular of Kate holding a Louis Vuitton handbag. <gasps> those are like 800 bucks Yeesh. uh so kate worked an office job and mark was a freelance contractor a combined estimated annual income is no more than eighty thousand a year for the pair and friends said that that's not their normal way of living it's because they couldn't live like that <laughs> that's a very good point um so mark <laughs> and caitlin had posted to social media many times about expensive trips to Las Vegas, the Grand Canyon, coastal getaways, and helicopter rides. They had also bought a brand new BMW, (gasps) black, luxury handbags, and dozens of trips to casinos throughout the country. But Mark did open a bank account for Bobbitt and deposited $75,000 in it from the fund. Wait, wait, I got a question. Did they... Is do we know how much they ended up like? Did you already say how much the GoFundMe ended up having? No, okay, sorry. not yet. Sorry. So, but we do know that there was enough to do all of that and give Johnny seventy five thousand. Oh my god! Pretty clear. There's more than that. I'm a, I'm a little torn on this because okay. like seventy five thousand. That guy's never gonna be able to do that properly anyway. I know right. you shouldn't take the money. You should just return it or something. But I mean, how much money are you gonna give the fucking homeless guy? When this was spreading out and the interviews, you know, were kind of dwindling, uh, Bobbitt, Johnny Bobbitt asked the public through an attorney, I think, or maybe just a spokesperson on a news reporter or something. I'm not sure how how it was said, but he asked the donations to stop and that he wanted the money to go to more valuable charities, worthy charities. So investigative reporter Chad Pradelli and special projects producer Cheryl Mettendorf were watching them very closely at this time. They even visited the home where it was said that Johnny bought a camper and was living on their property, but he was nowhere in sight. The reporters were asked to leave by police after the couple called them for trespassing. Shortly after this, it is discovered that all the money gained from the GoFundMe was gone, and so was Johnny. The camper he had allegedly bought was actually purchased by the couple and placed in Mark's name, not Johnny's. To be fair, John, uh, Johnny Bobbitt Jr. doesn't have any credit. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> to open the bank account, they had to get all sorts of diff- all sorts of documentation he didn't have. So that's yes. why he didn't have an account to begin with. So this couple opened one for him, being so kind. That's actually that's they're doing labor work, uh, and I think that's worth some money. You know. If you charge a million dollars an hour to do these kind of things, this is a fair transaction. A million dollars an hour? <laughs> Both of their faces went, what is he talking about? I'm joking. <laughs> it's just a joke. Man, could you imagine if you had a job where you earned a million dollars an hour? You yeah. could literally, like Beyonce? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
What a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. um, so it was pretty clear to Johnny at this point that there was uh, probably more than $75,000 that the couple had told him the amount grew to and willingly gave over to him. Um, however, high profile prosecuting attorneys began to reach out to Johnny to sue the couple for theft. And through investigations, it was discovered that over $400,000 was raised in honor of Johnny's kindness. Not all encounters end up in the news. Some are passed down from family, some are kept hidden in journals, and some are reported on the Nightmare Society podcast. On the Nightmare Society, we share your true horror stories, chilling accounts of home invasions, attempted kidnappings, obsessive stalkers, and even close calls with convicted murderers before they landed on a most wanted list. So come join us if you dare. Because the scariest stories are the ones that really happen. It's called GoFundMe, not GoFund the homeless guy. So <laughs> that is true. <laughs> we'll get into wow, that that's, too. That's fucking bonkers. Four hundred thousand dollars, and they gave like less than a quarter of it to him. That's fucked. Within like six months, six to eight months, mm. that's how much it came out to. Just crazy. That's a lot of money. So Johnny has got some balls and he publicly claimed that the couple was using the funds as, quote, a personal piggy bank for a lifestyle they can't afford. No shit. Yeah. So just shy of a year after the GoFundMe was created, the heat finally caught up to the couple that this was a huge donation scam. Johnny's attorney allowed him to have an exclusive interview with the media to tell his side of the story. Are you ready for this? Johnny admitted that the whole thing was planned and made up by the couple. Wow. So he didn't even give her 20 bucks. Right. Wow. Oh. Katie Keurig's going to eat the shit out of this. You got to make this story. <laughs> They went on some show called Michelle Kelly. I've never heard of it. So I guess Katie was like, fuck you guys. Not important yeah. to me. John and Mark had actually met at a casino a few months before and created the plan for Kate to, quote, run out of gas on the freeway. The most apparent motive for this plan is Mark's self-proclaimed gambling, air quotes, habit, and Johnny's full-blown heroin addiction. Oh, so they did try to kill the homeless guy. <laughs> see if they honestly and i'm not i'm just being a dickhead by saying this but seriously the plan would have worked a lot better if you just would have give the guy a bunch of heroin and then made him write a will saying all this money goes to them and then mm. just let him fuck kill himself with give him all the money let him heroin himself to death then he could have it all i i know it's super dark you know what i mean to think that way yeah but like, oh my God, you don't think anyone's gonna fuck catch you dude now, i'm sure a homeless drug addict would definitely take $75,000 to just write a will not knowing you know what I mean not knowing that that's they like intend yeah. him to overdose you know these guys are crazy that's you can't say that this trio is very smart <laughs> 75 grand is a lot of heroin mm -hmm. but like if this is the plan okay you just give him all the money and say now give me half of it he could just gift it to them anyway what's the difference my god I know you have to pay taxes and shit you would have lost probably half of it or a third of it or whatever, but still you yeah. would have had it. And I'm these, the, these, I think these three were all in their late twenties or at least early thirties. So they knew, they absolutely knew that social media was going to eat up a sob story. It's what it does, right? Mm -hmm. The underlying motive is simply greed. Uh, it is believed the idea could have sprouted from a Facebook post from Johnny in 2012. So five years prior of him changing a tire for a lady on the side of the road when he was living in Montana. And I'm not sure if he was homeless or not at that time. So Kate was the last to know of this plan. In order to protect herself, Kate secretly recorded an argument with Mark, placing the blame directly on him. The recording is as damning as it can get because Mark starts listing the dollar amounts and what it was spent on from the donations. He starts yelling at Kate, calling her a weak slug and how dare she blame him. Um, he said, you can't go to jail for lying on TV, you dumb bitch. <gasps> uh, to which she replied, who made me lie on TV? Who cares? He answered. Oh. Okay, how long were these guys together? Uh, quite a while. And oh, Mark is 10 years older than Kate. So he's like oh. probably in his late, late 30s. They're in their late 20s. Just interesting that she's throwing him under the bus. That's all. Not taking yeah, any responsibility. Yeah, I, I think... I think the reason for that was to try to 
pin like she knew the heat was on she knew that they were catching up and that they were going to go down so i think what she was doing was trying to make mark look like the ringleader not that they created the plan together does that make sense yeah okay no i got you but if my if me and my wife came up with something like this i would be the one being like she never had anything to do with it it was all me i would like throw myself on the sword and i expect sarah to do the same thing instead of the opposite right which is like or i'd try to give it to the heroin addict be like he made me do it yeah. that just proves what a nice guy you are richard because this guy is calling him mean mean names yeah that's yeah. awful yeah. He's a weak slug i've never heard of that one before but i'm like ouch Ugh. yeah i don't hate hearing that knowing that this guy who's supposed to be my boyfriend is like conspiring against the fucking federal government and i'm just like okay yeah <laughs> Don't know what to do. To, I'm scared. Just goes to show how naive about she her was. In the be- yeah, and how much she cared about her in the beginning, really. Right. Turn, so she had to around. just be completely blinded by love, or just naive. And ten years yes. his junior. If you're gonna if you're gonna be like committing crimes with your significant other, you have to like completely love them. You can't go be a half in with it. Otherwise, it's not gonna work. One of you two are gonna throw each other under the bus. That's right. You know? And imagine trying to hold this lie together. When there's three heavily moving parts, just all going at a whim. Nobody's communicating. Nobody knows what's going on. Yeah. John just takes off. Well, fuck it. It was doomed to starts, fail. <laughs> starts tweeting like a bird. Yeah. It was doomed to fail from the very beginning. <laughs> yep. I agree with that. So federal prosecutors flipped through over 60,000 text messages between the trio. <laughs> Just to highlight how smart they really were and how far they thought this through. How fucking boring. (laughs) Well, isn't like the first thing you do when you're conspiring is to delete your text messages? I'm I mean, I'm no expert. You don't leave a fucking paper trail, you dickheads. (laughs) I wouldn't be texting at all because I don't even think you can delete them. Like they could still see them. Just because you yeah, delete them yeah. off your phone doesn't mean they don't exist. Exactly. Now things like the yeah, now things like the cloud exist. Everything's up there. Yeah, don't yeah. say shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. No thanks. So mostly the damning text messages were sent from Kate. It was discovered that just an hour after the GoFundMe was created, Kate texted her best friend confessing that the whole thing was made up for financial gain. Oh, Jesus Christ. She even continued to detect to text her friend, this same friend, after they were being investigated, saying, I'm keeping all the money. Fuck you very much. I honestly, I do love fuck you very much. I should use it more often. It's fun. Yeah. (laughs) There was also an instant message exchange between Johnny and Mark uh, right before Johnny left. Johnny wanted out and for the donations to stop. He told Mark that he had planned to leave. Mark responded that he'll take him to the bus station himself and watch him get on the bus. I have no idea why. I guess he was a threat. Yeah. So he could, in uh, a- he, could um, he could expose everything. So he probably just wanted to make sure that he was actually going to leave. But yeah. He wanted to like have the distance before he started chirping. Yeah. Um, so in October of 2018, a federal court, Judge immediately ruled that the couple return every penny that was donated to the GoFundMe. Mark the Amico was deemed the person who was in charge of the scam. He pleaded guilty to misapplication of entrusted property and was sentenced to five years in state prison. Yikes. Wow. That's a lot of time. Yeah, he's going to get more because he later pleaded guilty to federal wire fraud. And has not yet been been sentenced under the federal court. And I'm not joking when I say child molesters get less. So that's fine. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Well, yeah. fucking Ethan Couch didn't even go to prison for fucking killing <laughs> Yeah, people. killing four people. Yeah, for sure. Jesus. Right. Right. And, and in the investigation, and- they took everything from their house. They took the BMW, the handbags, the TV, the electronics, everything, you know, yeah. so. At least some of it was paid back, but not nearly enough. Wow. Um, so Kate and Johnny were not included on the federal wire fraud charges, as it has been ultimately discovered that D'Amico was in control of the situation. Mm-hmm. Both Kate and Johnny pleaded to conspiracy to commit wire fraud. Kate was sentenced to four years in state prison, and Johnny received a court-mandated inpatient rehabilitation for his opiate addiction. Um, and I believe, I believe 
if he's rehabilitated, he may have to um, serve prison time. After rehab? Usually they put yeah. them in jail. They give them rehab in jail. They don't do that. <laughs> they let you withdraw country. real bad. Take care of you. Or you could just get the drugs in jail. You know, just be the it's guy so, with tobacco, right? That's right. It's so, it's so random that these... Okay, I got a question. Why is it federal wiretapping charges for... Like, why? What's the federal charge for? Because it's like money across uh, borders and everything. Yes, many, many, many people were involved, and they kind of just had to set. You know, they had to set the president of how they're gonna yeah, navigate. Sure. Yeah, and if in the if future. Uh, GoFundMe is like a international company, right? Like you can make a GoFundMe in any part of the world. So it's good that the states put a big hammer down on this because usually a lot of people will follow the first rulings like if canada that happened in canada now we'd go look at the states and go like what did they do okay we'll do something similar yeah so that's good that they threw the hammer so did they just give back all the money to when they got the money back did they give it back to all the people that had donated yep um uh, all the money was returned to the donors through gofundme so whatever money wasn't able to be retained was just paid out by gofundme Okay. Yep. And then they did change um, a few things uh, with their security systems. And the biggest one being that if you start a GoFundMe, the money has to go to someone else. But I mean, think, think about that rule in this situation. How would they have done it? They would have just used his name, right? Johnny's name, but they wouldn't answer why they never got a trustee. And obviously it was because they were using the money themselves. (laughs) (laughs) No, this uh, this story is so indicative of the times. Like, I find these fucking GoFundMe's and shit are. I I never want to donate to them because I'm too scared that they're a scam. Now, you know, yep. I'm too scared that people are just fucking with me. Do these people need the money? I don't know. Yeah, like right. I was telling, uh, there was a girl in my hometown. I'm not gonna say her name, but people that are listening from that live around here know who the fuck I'm talking about. She got diagnosed with brain cancer, or so she said. She was like doing mm. GoFundMe's, doing. Uh, trying to get me to do fundraiser shows and shit and then she just disappeared one day and then we all found out it was fucking horse shit and she changed her name on facebook she did all sorts of shit like that she married some like 65 year old man who died a couple years later she moved to toronto like the big city and like married some fucking like i said 65 year old who died like two years later like she looks like a fucking scary person and that's that that's the experience i have with these gofundme so even with humboldt there's like four or five people who tried to like take make their own GoFundMe's for that. Like, fuck, yep. man. Yeah, people, people, are yeah, or people just... will set one up to have a wedding. <laughs> like, is, <laughs> is that an is that an appropriate use for the for the? Uh, I don't think so. I really seen, don't. Like, that's so I've personal. So many, so many. There's so, like I saw one for a woman that was raising money to get lap band surgery because she was you know 300 kilos or something but oh, i think a couple people did but it wasn't I, your accent made me think you said lap dance surgery and i was like what is lap dance <laughs> surgery and how do i get it it's called a brazilian <laughs> butt lift <laughs> uh, so lap, lap dance surgery is performed by a guy called steve in the back room of a dirty <laughs> dirty nightclub <laughs> and it looks like Magic he eats mode. a lot of powdered donuts yeah these crowdsourcing uh, things it's like uh and i'm not trashing like uh if you guys want more of our content go to our patreon but it's like patreon to me when patreon first came out like okay we started with a patreon right off the bat so I think we have a different case, but a lot of people, when they like other places, they never had Patreons right away. And then they got Patreons and then their podcast started to suck, takes away their drive. Cause all their good stuff goes behind a paywall. Yeah. You know? True. Denards fucking things. I don't know about these crowdsourcing, get your buddies to pay for things. I should, we should get our Patreon. People should be able to give us NFTs instead of $10 a month for, yeah. I'll take some NFTs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Play my hand at that. Yeah, mm. give me some dunks. I want to see Jordan dunks that are ours. It, you know, everybody who was involved got in trouble. So I mean, good. They didn't get off scot free or anything. They're not living on a yacht in Belize or anything. Belize is beautiful. I imagine okay. it's in South America <laughs> like that. Fuck, I bet you it's beautiful. Yeah, be stunning. But like the most shocking part of this entire thing to me would be the the amount of time people got for less than a million dollars being scammed and most of it being given back. Like I don't know how much do they know how much they had recovered from the whole thing versus how much all, got spent. It says all the money was returned to the donors. 
Wow. No, no, to the donors, so, but I mean, how much they gathered back and then how much uh, like GoFundMe had to pay out of pocket because they spent it. Because some of the stuff you probably couldn't get money back for, like the BMW, they're not giving you full price back, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or your Louis Vuitton, you're not getting that back. They must have lost some money out of it. I'm sure they did. Yeah, which yeah. prompted them to change behind the scenes stuff. How much can that really do? And if I remember correctly, there was like a, like a a bot scam going on. Like if you donated, it would just like take your information instead of oh. donating. I don't ever donate to GoFundMe's, but if it's like, you know, someone I know or on social media, I'll reach out to the person and say like, where, what uh, bank and what name is yeah, it under? Yeah, how can I help? Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll go, I'll just send it directly to the bank yeah. through my bank and tell them exactly what it's for and everything yeah, like GoFundMe that. GoFundMe takes so. 10% anyway, right? It does. Yeah, yep. Yes. Yep. It so does. If- there are other options that don't. I don't remember what they are right now. Probably a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> But there are other uh, organizations that give you full donations. That's what I, There's no percentage. I, yeah, I'm like you, Tally. If I know someone, if I know the person, and then I'll just send them, e-transfer them or them know them or whatever fucking shit like that. Because It no seems like people are being a lot better about that and saying, you know, in their posts, like, if you're not comfortable with this, mm. go ahead and use this bank, Say mention their name. Probably all stemmed from this story, you know? Like everyone's so scared to do it because they think it's a joke, which is sad for the people who are like, you know, sick or. Yeah. The people that are using it for a genuine reason. Yeah. Suffer because of people like this. Yep. You know what I, you know what I genuinely despise is on your birthday when Facebook's like, what charity do you want to donate to guys? I fucking hate that Facebook. Fuck you, Facebook. Uh, I'm not giving you. And no one donates. It's. It, yeah, no. it seems so uh, not legit. No. It just doesn't seem legit. Yeah, People donate on my side. I see enough people donate, which I find crazy. And they don't pay. Like Facebook doesn't take any money out of that. It goes straight to them. But they definitely claim it on their taxes as a oh, like, charitable donation. Yeah, so fuck you, Zuckerberg, you piece of shit. You're like one of the yeah. richest people in the world. Go suck <laughs> a bag, man. Yeah, so, like, definitely. Like, how about you donate money? Zuckerberg, yeah. stop making fucking like you donate a... to me for my birthday, you fuckhead. Exactly. Give me yeah. money exactly. for my birthday. <laughs> I'll take ten thousand. Thank you. Yeah, that'd be fine. <laughs> that'd be fine. I had a guy message me on Instagram last week. He's like, "Hey, do you want to? Are you interested in being a sugar baby?" And I was like, ah! "I'm like, sure, mate. I'm absolutely interested. Put some money into my bank account right now, and then we'll talk." I just, I played him on for ages and ages. And then he's like, do you need, do you want to talk to some of my other sugar babies? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. So he sent me all like pre-recorded videos of all these other women being like, oh, thank you so much, daddy, for my $5,000. I got it after I did my Bitcoin verification. And I was like, oh, there it is. There it is. That's sad. I was hoping you'd have to just throw I was hoping you'd have to throw a few pussy pecs and then get this guy to give you Mate, 500 bucks here and there. That'd I be worth not, it. I would not. I'd do it. And b- of course Bo and you would. Already, Why wouldn't you do it? Bo and I've already talked about it. She's like, if these guys genuinely will give you money for photos of your feet or your ass or whatever, as long as you your face sucks. As long as your face isn't in it, do it. Yeah, of course. You don't even have to have yeah. your own if your face isn't in it. You can just find a pussy on the internet. Exactly. It's not hard to find. Trust me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Not hard to find. Oh. I've seen lots of pictures of cats on the internet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People will buy like worn socks or worn underwear. Mm, that's I'm like why? No, why? Um, Bo and I actually have a an acquaintance that did that for a while, and she ended up buying a house. With the money that she made. I'm sorry. I don't know how to feel about that. I'm, I'm sorry, not kink shaming. I'm, I'm sorry, not Richard, but men are fucking gross. <laughs> oh, I'm, oh, trust me, I'm fully aware. I, I've yeah. been in hockey dressing rooms. I've hung out with just straight up dudes doing talking dudes. Mm-hmm. I know what's going on. She, um, she would take requests and they would be like, 
So I want you to buy a new pair of underwear and wear it, wear them for an entire week. And then once you've done that, I want you to urinate on them and put them in a bag and send them to me in the mail. And she'd be like, yep, sure, this much. And they'd do it. I would be like, I, I mean, I would say I did it, but not actually do it. Just like grab a pair of my underwear <laughs> and chuck it in a bag. I, I piss my underwear for free over here. I could be making good money. Listen, I'll, I'll dance for food. That's all I want. <laughs> Just feed me. Yeah. And I will dance. That's it. Oh, fuck. No style, certain style of dancing. Just me finger pointing and kicking my feet. That's the only way I know how to dance. What's her, what's her, what's the girl's name again? I just want to look her up. Caitlin. Caitlin McClure. 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 I want to, I, all I want to see is if, could she have just sold her underwear and saved everyone a lot of trouble? That's where I'm at. She absolutely could have. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm not. Wouldn't put it past her if she's not doing it right now because she is so broke from dealing with beds. There you go. The Caitlin, there you go. There's your answer. Start selling your urinated on panties on the internet and you'll be fine. From prison. Oh, wait, she's probably out now. <laughs> well, that's, what they did on, um, that's what they did on Orange is the New Black. That's right. <gasps> Piper enlisted her brother and they started selling used prisoner underwear on the internet yeah yeah i remember now oh i guess that was a suppressed memory thank you (laughs) sorry these three three deserve everything they get honestly my god i'm looking at them now my god okay that's all i guess um i guess johnny was a marine and then after he was done with the marines he was a paramedic Wow, so he was actually a reasonably intelligent man. Yes, and he was uh, enthralled with becoming a flight nurse. Oh, okay, yep. And in this time frame is when his addiction began. I didn't write it in there because, you know. This is a... um, (laughs) I just like to stick to timelines. Otherwise, I'm like, I could go off forever on this one. This is a a very good unethical story, Tally. Thank you. No, for sure. I feel like, like this is one of the better ones for an unethical thing because... It's so contemporary, you know, it's such a thing that's in our lives now. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I feel that all the time with the whole, fu- like, I feel it when I see a GoFundMe, oh, like, God, mm-hmm. I hate these things. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. So. <laughs> I know what you're saying. I do the same thing. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Why would you be asking people for money for this? I, I get little cancer kid and single mom with seven kids, but most time it's not that. Yep. No. We had a guy in our community fake having stomach cancer. And there was like donation, little uh, peanut butter jars, you know, all over gas stations and shit. And every once in a while he'd come in, he did start a GoFundMe and everyone. And I mean, every single comment was like, fuck this dude, because he had already been caught so many times before. Like he had just got out of jail in our county (laughs) and went and made a GoFundMe saying that he had cancer again. You know what? I'd be brain. more willing. I'd be more willing to donate to him if he was just like, "Look, I'm a fucked up loser that just got out of prison. I've got no money." He is a drug addict. So Give me went, twenty bucks. <laughs> went to, right to drugs. I need twenty bucks and for it, gas. I think his wife too, because yeah. she was definitely part of it. I'm with yeah. you though. We should do. There should uh, prisoners should do this more often. Hmm. I just got out of jail. I'm fucked. You know, that's yeah, more. But- I'd be more apt to give that honestly, because then it looks like they're at least like one out of their shitty lifestyle. Or, or maybe we can out. start a GoFundMe so we can all meet each other. It's okay. We can edit anything. <laughs> else. I love it. I love it. There was a pastor um, of a. Have you guys heard of Hillsong? Mm-mm. They're like the the biggest church Pentecostal like church group in Australia. And one of their main pastors, a youth pastor, he pretended that he had, I think it was brain cancer or something like that. And he was like fully into it. Like he made himself lose shitloads of weight. He looked sick. And then um, he pretended that Jesus had healed him. And like oh, people no. were flocking to the church and donating all this money and everything. And then um, someone like a snowball effect on yeah, that one. And then someone outed him and was like, this has never happened. He's never been sick. Like this is just a complete and utter farce. Again, your accent uh, when you were saying pastor, I thought you were saying pasta. 
and you're saying yeah. the biggest pasta or pasta as Tyler would say. So yeah, we say, were, pa- uh, we say pasta. So pasta. say pasta and pasta. So what pasta? <laughs> I can't. It's, it's, it's like 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 paste. Same exact word. Paste like when I say pat. So paste like paste on like glue. Yeah. And then it's <laughs> pasta and pasta are the same word, but they're different because <laughs> we eat pasta for dinner, and the pasta talks in a church. I would eat him too. Uh, <laughs> I do. I'll differentiate next time when I say I'm having pasta for dinner. You guys really got to get on R's. That's all. Oh. The R's are cool. There's nothing wrong with an R. The letter R. Very piratey. Pastor. It's too pasta. long. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the R's. Arr, it's too Arr. long. Take it off. <laughs> too much with the tongue. Too much yeah. tongue. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Unethical Podcast. If you're not in the Facebook group, stop being such a silly goose and come find us at Unethical, the official Unethical Podcast group. If you find you just can't handle the anticipation until the next episode, then it's a great time to join our Patreon, where we have a ton of extra unethical content, and of course, our brother podcast, Private Dicks. And in case you didn't hear the good news, Private Dicks is now Public Dicks. Every two weeks, an episode of Season 1 will drop wherever you eat your podcasts, and our lucky Patreon patrons are literally living in the future, listening to new episodes from Season 2. On the fence about it? Have a listen to the trailer and see what you think. If you've got a case, big or small, give the private dicks a call. And yes, the phone number is real. Enjoy! Have you got a mystery that needs solving? Where is Amelia Earhart? We know. Who the hell was D.B. Cooper? Bah! Easy. Bermuda Triangle? Probably solve that one next. Here at Private Dicks, we guarantee a mystery solved every episode. That's with a capital G. Every second Friday, the Private Dicks take a client, record their session, and solve the world's greatest mysteries. One by one. Private Dicks solve them, no problem. God, I love just crushing mysteries. Search up Private Dicks on your favorite podcatcher, and you can solve a mystery too. The mystery of what's your favorite podcast? It's Private Dicks. Another one solved. If you have a mystery to be solved, call 1-855-PRVTDIX. That's 1-855-PRIVATE-DICKS. Call 1-855-PRIVATE-DICKS and leave us the rundown of the case. Maybe the dicks will solve it. It's 855-PRIVATE-DICKS. Because I'm straight when it comes to humans but fucking gay from old people.